Welcome to the Making Mortgage Fun podcast with me, Becca Christensen. Home buying talk for the fun at heart. Our goal is to help save you money when you buy, make you money when you sell, and save you a bunch of headache along the way. So today I wanna talk about the top three things that you should think about when you're planning to purchase a home. So those in summary, and then we'll dive into each of them, are your timeline, your monthly payment, and your total costs. So let's dive into timeline first. So we have two elements of timeline, I I feel, that we have when do you need to get pre-approved and um, when you're gonna close. So ideally, you want to get pre-approved to give yourself enough time so that you can shop and close before you need to, especially if you have a, a rental or a lease agreement that is up at a certain time. So if you have a lease agreement that's up in June, I would not start the process in June (laughs) Um, because you have to get pre-approved, find a home, and then typically you're talking, you know, normal 30 days to to close on a home. So keeping that in mind, let's back up a little bit and let's let's keep June as our example for our uh, lease expiring. Um, So we likely would want to start the pre-approval process anywhere from two to six months prior to when you're going to purchase. Um, Two months, if you already know you have strong credit, um, you you have the funds you need for closing, and and there's nothing really preventing you from jumping on something quickly if you find it. I would say if you feel like there's anything potentially that you might need to work on, not not sure what your mortgage credit score is, um, things of that nature, then it may be good to do a check-in earlier. Go ahead and go through that pre-approval process, um, and that way if you have have anything to work on, you have time to work on it before you're under the gun to uh, to get something and find something. So um, once you get pre-approved, which really it's just sort of your timeline uh, more than anything, typically for myself, um, I give myself a maximum of 24 hours to review your application and a maximum 24 hours to review your documents. I normally do it much faster than that. <laughs> um, but you do, so you do just wanna plan on that because you'll wanna, you'll need the time to upload your documents as well. And I never wanna rush you on that. So um, it could take between a day to, you know, a couple days to a week, just whatever your timeline is to, to finish up that pre-approval. And then from there, you're good to start shopping. And again, just depending on where you live, what market you're in, what is available inventory-wise for home purchases, uh, your home search may take a varying amount of time. So let's say say though that you're gonna find something um, pretty quickly and close, then you know you're kind of good to go. So let's just say, okay, our let's go back to our example. Our lease is up in June, so we've maybe started in April to get pre-approved. Good to go, we're pre-approved, we're shopping. We find something, you know, in May, and then our closing date is in June. So that lined up pretty nicely to give you enough time to get pre-approved without feeling rushed, gave you a month or so to find something, and then a month or so to close. Also another element of your timeline is to think about when that first monthly payment is due. Because I think most of the time, um, a concern is that you don't want to double pay rent and mortgage, ideally. Or if you do that, you don't wanna do it for a very long time, so maybe you only do it for one 
month. So the cool thing is that your first mortgage payment isn't due right away. So if we close on a loan in June, let's say, your first mortgage payment isn't due July 1st, it's actually due August 1st. So that kind of skips you forward a bit, which means, if we go back to our June, our your leases up example, if you closed on a loan in May, your first payment is not June 1st, it's July 1st. So you could close in May, have all of the time, you know, from there through June to move out of your rental, and you're finishing your last rental payment in June, your first mortgage payment is July. So in that example, you have not doubled up in any capacity and you've given yourself a ton of runway to move out of one and move into the other. If we back up that timeline a little bit and we we found something and we closed on a home in April, our first payment isn't May 1st, it's June 1st. So in this example, if you happen to, maybe you started your pre-approval you know, process a little bit earlier, so you, you know, we close in April, you're double paying rent and mortgage for one month. But just depending on how things, other elements in your, um, in your life are working out, that may be okay. Maybe you're just paying half the month of June for rent anyway, um, and it's something that you can afford, and so that's okay for you if you found the right house and you wanted to nail it down. So that's just a rough overview of some of the things to consider when you're trying to plan your timeline. When am I gonna start that pre-approval process? And uh, when uh, is my first payment due based on when I'm closing to plan that out, especially if you have a lease to consider. The other element to think about when you're planning to purchase is that monthly payment and that total monthly cost. So you may have heard the acronym P-I-T-I, and that stands for Principal Interest Taxes and Insurance, and potentially you have mortgage insurance as well, just depending on how much you're putting down um, and what type of loan you have. So you want to think of all of that together. So you definitely would wanna use the calculator that's on my mobile app that will give you a total P-I-T-I picture of your monthly payment. You don't wanna look at a calculator that only tells you the principal and interest because that's not gonna help anybody. That's gonna have you thinking that you can um, afford a lot more potentially than you actually can and just kind of skew those expectations and, and, and the understanding of what your total monthly costs are. So you want to consider the principal, interest, taxes, insurance, and your mortgage insurance as well. All of those together make up your monthly payment and that's paid typically to your loan servicer every month. Now, another cost to consider is the HOA or the Homeowners Association. That cost is always, always, always paid separate from your PITI payment to your loan servicer. But it is a legitimate monthly cost that one, we have to consider when qualifying you for the loan, and two, you wanna consider in your overall monthly costs. Um, so you can imagine if you have a, an HOA dues of $25 a month, that's very different when considering your pre-approval than HOA dues of $200 a month. And those are gonna vary just depending on, is it a home, is it a condo, is it a townhome, what type of community is it in, what amenities are available. Um, so keeping all of that in mind, you wanna have a really clear and good expectation of what your total monthly costs are because at least 
my opinion is I don't want you to get into a house and then feel like that house is is bleeding you dry and you know you feel like you can't do anything else and, and enjoy other elements of life and have money for other things. So I want you to feel like you love the house and you can totally afford the monthly payment that it's worth uh, to you what it's costing you each month. So keep in mind that P-I-T-I um, payment as well as HOA dues, which are separate. And last but not least, we have total cost. So a lot of times um, when we're thinking about costs of a to purchase a home, we're just thinking about the down payment. But there are two other categories that we have to consider. So the first category is closing costs, which most of the time a lot of us just loop all the costs into closing costs, which is totally fine. But just if we're being accurate, there are two categories. We have the closing costs, which are all of the third parties that are involved in your purchase. So me as the lender, the title company, the appraiser, uh, the county, if you need a survey, possibly the HOA, just any third party that's involved, those are the closing costs. Then your other category is the prepaids and reserve category. So prepaids being things that are paid in advance of you owning the home, which don't panic, it's not paying before closing, it's just you're gonna close and technically you own the home after you close. <laughs> so the main two prepaid items are um, prepaying interest, uh, and that is because remember, we talked about timeline-wise, your first payment isn't immediately due that following month, it actually kind of skips forward. So you prepay some interest due to that. And then also, homeowner's insurance is always paid in advance, which does make sense. We want They, they want us to pay them first before they will insure our home for the first year. Um, so those two things are typically prepaid, and they're just collected from you at closing and dispersed wherever they need to be, such as to your homeowner's insurance. Um, the reserves is the setting up of your escrow account, which will likely have a whole other podcast talking about the escrow account, but that's for your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance. And um, depending on, again, what type of loan you have, how much you're putting down, and if you have a choice and you choose whether or not to escrow, then setting up that escrow account um, is the reserves. And so we just have, we set it up initially. It only happens once when you purchase the home. Uh, other than that, you'll be paying into your escrow account each month, so it won't need to be reestablished unless you get a different loan. But we'll set that up initially, and so that makes up the cost of the reserves. So again, we have our down payment, our closing costs, which are all the third parties, and then our prepaids and reserves as well. So we essentially add all of those costs together, subtract any credits that we can apply, such as deposits that you've already put down, you know, earnest money and option money. Uh, if a seller is covering any of the costs, we would subtract that as well uh, and get to your bottom line number of what you are gonna owe uh, at closing. So keeping all of that in mind and remembering that there are multiple categories and elements of costs. And for me, I just always wanna be realistic and make sure that you have the knowledge to be able to make the right decisions for yourself and also plan for how much am I gonna need, how much is my monthly payment going to be, and, uh, and that sort of thing. I think that knowledge is power. And certainly when we know the information and we are able to grasp it, expect it, plan for it, that reduces our stress, which of course makes room for more fun. 
So if you're ready to get started with the process and make your loans fun, then you can reach out to me on my website at wemakeloansfun.com. You can call or text at 512-299-0396, or you can text my name, Becca, B-E-C-C-A, to 36260, and my mobile app will be sent your way, and that mobile app has that calculator feature that will give you that total monthly payment. Until next time, have a fantastic day, and we'll talk to you soon, guys.